0: Hello, I'm Dustin Perry. I'm the CEO of Kingfisher Metals. We are a public company listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange, Frankfurt and the OTCQB. And we are a BC-focused exploration company created by geologists with a very singular purpose of making discoveries. And we just made a discovery at our Gold Range project, which is a district-scale high-grade gold project in southwestern British Columbia. Uh, The future looks bright and we will be doing a more aggressive drill program next year to test uh, the, the rest of this anomaly that we just scratched the surface of this year. Dustin,
1: good to see you here. Yeah, good to be here. First time in London or have you been here before? Not since I was a kid. Okay. Very okay. Young. Really? Did you live here? No. 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 Just a visit. Okay, I, I
0: lived, I, My family lived in Sweden for a year, actually. <laughs> I was very young. Oh,
1: very good. Okay. Well, anyway, well, welcome to Our Sunny Shores. Um, you're here at the conference meeting investors and potential investors. How's that going?
0: Uh, It's been busy so far. Yeah. Uh, You know, dealing with jet lag and then having about around ten meetings yesterday.
1: Yeah. Plus all the evening
0: activities.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 tough actually. The 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 jet lag gets you every single time. Hey, um, and what sort of investors are over there at the moment? Is it kind of retail or institutional or corporate?
0: There's a couple retail investors, uh, mostly institutional. Yeah. Uh, And then I'm also meeting a lot of pre-existing shareholders over here.
1: Right. Have you got a lot of European coverage?
0: So one large fund is involved, Commodity Capital. Right. Uh, but Tobias is in Vancouver, so going <laughs> to meet him there. Uh, but we've got a lot of a lot of kind of investment clubs per se yeah. from from Europe that were that came in uh, prior to listing and then on the
1: IPO round as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You're telling the story, pressing the flash, all that kind of good stuff. Hey, um, so, so what's going on with the share price? It, it dropped off from like fifty plus cents down to about. 34 double-quick times. So either someone doesn't like it or, or, or a group of people don't like it. Is it from the flow through, guys, or what's happening?
0: We haven't determined that yet. Uh, it's been a little tricky for me to deal with that We'll in meetings, since I, yeah. since I got the news. Yeah. Uh, looking into that, though, uh, clearly somebody wanted out, uh, whether it didn't hold up to their expectations or it was just a liquidity event. Uh, regardless, it uh, looks like we've shaken out some weekends right. and brought in an equal amount of, of better hands who, yeah. who now have a lot of upside because we've de-risked the project. We've made a discovery uh, from a technical standpoint. It, it, that news was excellent.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: a discovery, okay. Not many people actually make discoveries. It's, it's, it's- no,
0: and a grassroots discovery too.
1: Right. So it, it, it's kind of good news. Um, and I kind of want to sit here today. I don't want to kind of you know, dig into too much. I want to talk about what you've managed to achieve this year and how that informs what you're going to do going forward. Um, but just, just on that fundraising thing, I think it was about 4.6, 4.7 from, from, from memory. Um, flow-through money is great. But when it's one hundred percent flow through money, it can cause you problems like this. So, are the less lessons learned there, or is that deliberate? Well, and what can the, we expect next time? Around?
0: The majority of that was actually charity flow through, where we right. pre-arranged the back end, and it was the institutions that that came right. in uh, on the twenty-five cent. Explain the difference well. for people. So, charity flow through basically uh, somebody that that buys the the share price at a premium. I believe we got a forty-one percent premium mm-hmm. to the. To the back end price, they then donate it to a charity. Yeah, uh, they get the the tax credit from that. Yeah. Then the charity sells it back to the back end buyer yeah. at a discount, and they make money on that as well. So it you know it's a win win win. <laughs> uh, and then but it the, st- but it has to be spent on expiration, like right. flow-through.
1: Flay- right. Okay, nice complicated structure.
0: Yeah, and you, there's there's companies that facilitate that transaction right. as well. Right. Um, but it's, it's a very good model for BC uh, or different Canadian provinces as well, where, where you can take advantage of that. The flow through component is different, though. Right. Um, because it's, they're not buying the back end. But do you think
1: that structure contributed to what we saw over the past few days?
0: I think it could have. I don't think it was all of it, though. Right. Uh, likely some other group wanted to get out. Right. But. I don't have enough information to speculate too much. No, I,
1: I, guess yeah, look, I guess it's early days, but it's, it's kind of interesting the way, you know, small companies need to be very careful about whether they structure the share register, the type of investors, the number of investors, and that kind of ultimate blend of investors. Because with overhangs, with a company of your size, it's a big impact. It mm. can be a big impact. But for us, you're concerned is you've got rid of the weaker hands and hopefully got some better investors in.
0: Yeah. And, and the new investors now. Got got a great deal because we've de-risked the project. Uh, you know the concept has been proven, so uh, there's a lot of a, a lot of upside for them now.
1: Okay, well let, let's talk about what you've been up to because um, we, we saw you earlier er, earlier in the year um, back in July. So w- what's been happening since July through to now? So I believe we
0: hadn't started. Expiration on our other two projects right. at that point. So we, we did, I'll, I'll get to that, but mm. uh, at Gold Range we completed just shy five thousand meters over fourteen holes. Right. Um, you know we hit broad areas of mineralization near surface, and then we released one high grade interval, the nine meters of six point eight eight grams yeah. per ton. Um, I've, I've one thing I want to clarify is a lot of people have been interpreting it because it was a long ways down a hole yeah. as though it was really deep, but these holes were drilled parallel to the slope of the mountain. So it's only about 150 meters from surface, okay. and there's no reason to believe that it doesn't project to surface either. Right. Uh, we didn't see it at surface, but it doesn't mean it's not there. Um, but the program went really well. We were really impressed. Charlie Gregg, one of our, our lead advisors, he was out there and really impressed with the just the scale of alteration and the, the evidence for it being a large gold system. And the fact that we only tested 10% of the anomaly bodes really well for the... For
1: there actually being a large gold deposit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, kind of worth digging into that a little bit in the sense that people kind of throw the word "district" a lot. They they, they go, "This district, what? This is going to be a huge scale, et cetera, Without actually actually um, telling, informing us as to what they mean by that, because everyone's got different you know measurements. So, what do you mean by it?
0: Yeah, well, I think a lot of the time it's just a catchphrase. Yeah, that's okay. um, and that's one thing as a company we. We're geologist driven. We're not. I'm. Um, you know. I'm, I guess I'm a proponent now, but uh, <laughs> it's not where I came from. And uh, all our projects, they're not, none of them were location plays. We're looking in frontier areas in BC, uh, hoping to make new discoveries because that's where value is really created. And these projects are district scale because. There's evidence for there being multiple, like dis- potential for multiple discoveries, right. and at Gold Range we've got numerous targets around the project. But occupying one percent of the project, approximately, is our cloud drifter trend, and then of that we only tested ten percent of it right. with relatively wide space drilling. It wasn't, right.
1: you know, we weren't we weren't pin cushioning it. So so, so when something when you're approaching something like that, five thousand meters, it's not a lot. So how, how do you come about? How, how do you approach that? Because you've got to do it in a way which informs you to be able to you know work out where where to go next, etc. Because you know money at this level is, is tight, uh, it's you know relatively expensive, right? So you've got, you've got to be really efficient here. So when you give us those numbers, I'm like crikey, you, you you can't know too much about what you've got in front of you, and even less about how you then go about proving up the district. It's going to take some time and some money.
0: Yeah, exploration doesn't come quickly, yeah. um, especially when you're in new areas. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if a lot of projects have been recycled over and over again. Mm-hmm. This is not the case. This is the first time anybody's drilled here and it's, it's it was relatively unknown. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, we had to answer some geological questions, had to get a, build a structural model through 3D modeling, which is ongoing over the winter. Um, but we also had to focus in a smaller area to increase yeah. our odds of, you right. know, an area where we had a lot of geological confidence and we knew we would hit gold mineralization. Yeah. Don't know what grades it will be, but uh, yeah, we played it pretty safe. Uh, you know, there's there's a few addits on the uh, within this trend that we didn't drill test. So there's <laughs> there's a lot of low hanging fruit too. Right. But part of when you're doing a first pass program like that on a project, you don't want to hit. Every single one of your best targets, you need to leave something in your back pocket. Dude. Why, is, why is that? Well, you, you always want to be able to fight another day, <laughs> live to fight another day. Um, and you don't want to rush into drilling all these really good looking targets without having a good understanding because then you might miss them and that might kill a project. Right. Okay. So it's better to focus on, a, in my opinion, it's better to focus on a smaller area where you've Got a better understanding, so it's less risky. And then, uh, you know, proved the concept. Hopefully, you get good grade, which we did. Yeah. And then expand upon that, taking that knowledge. Right, but that, that,
1: that one drill, it was kind of un- unusual, six gram, right? That's not what you're, you're after, is it?
0: Um, well, we expect to see grades similar. So we took 312 rock samples across there, and they averaged 6.26 grams per ton. Right. So that's better than the average. There's definitely higher grade as well. Right, um, and we did hit some fourteen and a half over a meter. So there's definitely high grade hits in there too. Ultimately, we'd like to hit broader zones of high grade as well, uh, and we expect to, just given the statistics of hitting a blind body like that. Um, within that, there was some high grade intercepts. Okay, so meters of, of eleven grams. So, so you're
1: saying it's, it is it is typical, because we've, we've seen you know other grades from your low, you know lower grades. I mean, I'm trying to work out what people should be buying into. Clearly, it's expiration, so you're going about going about it systematically, cautiously, and you know, make sure you don't waste money. I get, get all that, but what what type of uh, what are we looking at?
0: I think in that six, I think it's going to be an underground, and I think okay. you're going to get structures like that. Where I think we'll find a lot more like that. Uh, what we're really excited about is the fact that we're seeing a large volume of rock that is anomalous in gold half a gram isn't it's nothing to you know it's it's not it might not be ore grade but it's it's a lot of smoke and we're seeing it over a broad area and something is feeding that and that's what you're looking for in structural deposits you're not looking for a broad disseminated thing like a porphyry say you're looking for the feeder the plumbing basically and the 6.88 grams that we don't think that's the plumbing. It's getting closer, okay. uh, but we expect to find some really good grades uh, once we really sink our teeth
1: into this. So, how are you going to go about this? Because you know, you you raised a bit of money earlier in the year. You've done. You've finished the drill program, right? It's five thousand yep. meters yep. done. And now sitting back and just working out you know, what it tells you. So, how much money have you got left? Uh, just over five million. Okay, so you, you're kind of good for another round of uh, drilling. I'm sure we could
0: pull off a drill program, uh, but But we've got a long time until the drill program starts, and gold could be above 2,000 by then. So we also have another 10 drill holes to come out. So it's way too soon to commit anything, or you know, just
1: we got to play it by ear right now. Okay, but you're the kind of company that's going to be drilling for a long time, right? So again, I'm just trying to say because we talked earlier about the the type of um, you know share registry you want, and you've shaken out some weak hands. We think. We don't know. You're going to work it out, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, some new people have come in, but it may be off of I don't know what. But going forward, you're going to need to be, you need to help investors work out what type of company that they're going to be investing into because there's lots of models out there, mm-hmm. et cetera. So, you are, you were raising money consistently in the market after you have proven up whatever it is you're proving up in terms of this district-wide play. Um, you'd say that you're hoping gold goes up next year I think everyone is.
0: Yep. And yep. you'll be raising some money gold. At some gold point. is at a really high price right now. Just the sentiment isn't there.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's right, isn't it? You know, the, you you'd be happy at these gold prices, quite frankly, doing business. They're amazing, right? Yeah, absolutely. But the equity's not that's not being reflected in in the buying. So
0: no, across the board too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure, it's kind of bizarre, actually. Um, but I think expectations twenty twenty two is going to be a little bit different. Uh, a lot of, a lot of pressures. A lot of brokers talking about it as well. So five million now when When would the next set of drilling start? when when will you conclude your thought process?
0: Um, so we could start as early as early May. Okay. So we do have a, a bit of a leg up on Northwestern BC on right. the Golden Triangle, uh, way less snow where we are. right. Um, so that, yeah, we'll see we'll see what we end up doing. Uh, I'm not committing to a start date yet, yeah. until we've got a budget sorted. Right. and we still have a lot of drilling to come back. But uh, I am certain we will be drilling around this Brecha body that we hit, right. much tighter spacing, hoping to actually prove something out there, okay. and then testing
1: other targets. Throughout. So how many months a year can you drill?
0: Well, May, June, July, August, September, October, so probably five and
1: a half, six. a so half the year drilling and the rest, the, rest, the rest of the time you can't, you've got a plan? You've got a plan. Wow. Does that make you want to maybe find another asset somewhere else in the world where you can be busy?
0: You know, I've considered that. And I was yeah. I was on the weekends, I was looking at a few things and I talked with a few of our large shareholders and they weren't too keen on that. Uh, and then our, well, our... spending money? Well, it was more just changing the story. Right. Um, and it wasn't, it was mainly just so we could have news in the winter, but I think... We've got our hands full. We've got three projects. We did a yeah. significant amount of expiration on our other two projects as well this
1: year. Yeah, well, let's just talk about that. You, you've got um, extol and uh, thiebert How do you pronounce it?
0: Uh, My Tiber. dad always corrects me. It should be Tibbert, but Tiber. I call I call we call it Tibbert. Tiber.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, tell us what you've been doing now.
0: So at Tibbert, uh, so Tibbert covers 25 kilometers strike length along a major fault, which is there's a placer district centered on there that's been producing since the 1870s at one point i think there was close to 1500 people living there right. before 1900 um, 200,000 ounces have come out of it they're yeah. still mining so we did a detailed stream sediment survey and uh, an airborne magnetic survey over that and we're currently evaluating that and we'll do work there next year we're not going to drill it next year but right um, I'm a firm believer in you always need insurance in this industry, so you always need yeah. to be lining your back pocket yeah, with more yeah. targets. Absolutely. That's why we did a big regional program at Gold Range too. Um, and then at Extol, we've actually done quite a bit of work there already. We flew a property-wide V10 survey in 2019 in our first year as a, as a private company, and that outlined 40 targets. The first one was the only one we went to that year, and we found an outcropping VMS with you know grades over 3% copper. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did this year was a ground gravity survey on our two top targets that already had very nice conductors, and nice. basically just getting those to the point of being drill ready.
1: So I mean copper's an interesting one because it, it, likewise, I think it's going to be a good year for copper next mm-hmm. year. That's what it should have been this year, yeah. and it was for the price, but not <laughs> the equities. The sentiment's not there. As you said quite correctly, um, but. Gold plays, totally understand what, what what you do. The copper plays, they you need to get them to a certain point and then work out how the heck you finance these things because it's a slightly slightly different um, market for that, uh, a good one but different. Um, where do you want to take Axial um, through to? Is it something that you think? Well, actually, we can we can move this point to a point where we can flip it out. Actually, we can move it through to development. I mean, what's the end? You're an explorer, right? So we're never going to develop anything.
0: Right. Okay. That's that's not the intention. Um, we, you know, we're not doing anything drastic with it now because the sentiment isn't there. It's uh, we've done a fair bit of work, so the claims are good for for some time, and it's it's a valuable asset. We've already been approached by majors on it okay. when we were a private company, actually. Um, so we're. Entertaining the idea of a spinco with right. that, and yeah. potentially finding another copper asset in BC right. to put into that, um, we might drill it ourselves. Also, might bend it to a or do a JV with another company. Yeah. No intention of doing a JV on on Gold Range. No. Uh, Gold Range has some royalties on parts of it, whereas doll zero royalties. Right. So that gives us a bit more optionality.
1: Okay, I can I can understand that. So. Um, your approach when you're private. So is there a thought process about what you need to do to this? Have you got the stomach to have to go out and raise capital for that project as well as Gold Range, which obviously you talk about district-wide, because you must be cognizant of, well, we need to have mitigate risk in terms of asset risk, jurisdictional risk, all of those wonderful things that you need to look at as a small company. Wouldn't it be better to get someone in there now and have a piece of it and let them run that?
0: It could, um, but I think we can also increase the value of it by doing low cost expiration, which is exactly what we've done with these gravity, gravity surveys. So this information hasn't come out yet. Um, we're starting to get a fair bit of it back, but I held off on releasing any non-material news prior to drilling. Uh, my view is the perception would have looked pretty negative if we, if we were putting out good results from our second and third project prior to drilling. Um, and even that with the, the regional data, we've got a,
1: the bulk of our regional data from Gold Range is still yet to come. Right. Okay. And, and just I'll just finish off on the the share register thing again, if I may, because I want to want to sort of clear it up as, as best we can. Is when you have big shareholders, you know, because you've got you've got a few, um, big, you've got a couple of corporates in there, and obviously you've got a, f- a few institutional guys in there would you expect them to come and talk to you if they were looking to flip out? Or well, obviously, they can do what they want, but yeah. relationships, you'd expect them to walk up and say, hey, I, we, we've got some other stuff we need to focus on. We're going to get rid of this. Can you help us place this? That didn't happen in this instance, if it was a one or two. No, and I, case, I, I right? talked
0: with most of them. They,
1: they would say, of course you will. Uh, and I, I had a
0: good chat in between meetings with Dave Cole from Emacs yesterday. Good guy, yeah. Talking about talking about the geology, and, yeah. and, and uh, he's pretty excited. Yeah. No. So uh, no. I would. I would. I would hope that that we would get that. We've. We've done. I've put as much time and energy into being as transparent as I can with this company. So, you know. uh, And and being available.
1: It's. It's a funny one. We quite when you're in this position, you go. You know, if you're looking to sell, come talk to us. We'll help you place it. Yeah. They smile at you and they say, "Of course we will." And then. Don't. I don't know what's happened in this case, but I, I I, just, you know, in terms of people looking in at you, you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, some things are
0: out of your control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was pretty harsh the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely land, landing with jet lag had my tail between my legs at first. Yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, we've made a grassroots discovery, uh, which is very rare on, with that amount of drilling. Right. Um, sure, expectations might have been. Very high, but the fact of the matter is, you don't, you know, you don't make a newfound gold discovery every day on the first drill program. Yeah. It's uh, it's that's incredibly uncommon. I've never seen anything like that in my career. Um, but doing something like this is is big. Like the the team is very happy and very confident that we're onto a large gold system. So, uh, we just need to drill more, <laughs> right. and you know, take a few years to do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's. There's a lot more to be found.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Well, like, appreciate you coming in today, Dustin. That's fantastic. Good to yep. see on these shows. More assay results to come. Come back on and let us know. You know what you've found there when when, when they do, because uh, it's a nice little story, advancing it quite quite nicely. And I you say you're excited. We're a little bit excited too. So see you soon. Sounds good. Okay. Cheers. <laughs>